0: we have TV presenter, radio presenter, content creator and influencer, Shaney Ryan joining us. She's gonna be telling us all about the places she traveled around the world when she was a dancer for the likes of Kelly Rowland. She absolutely loves Singapore and she's got some great little gems in the UK that she wants to share with us. A warm welcome to the latest episode of the Travel Podcast. I am so excited to bring you a really dynamic guest today. One of my friends, her name is Shaney Ryan, and she has had such an extensive career to date in the industry in TV, radio, as a podcaster, a digital content creator, a dancer. She has done so much. So, she's got so much to talk about because she is a real travel addict. Shane Ryan, welcome to the Travel Podcast. Travel addict is so accurate, Hayley. <laughs> you've fitted so much into your life so far, but travel has been a massive part of it. And uh, But let's just, just have a quick overview, because obviously I know all about your life and your achievements, and um, I know you don't like to talk too much about yourself. But let's just start roughly at the beginning, because you've had such a diverse career and dance was your first passion wasn't it?
1: Yeah I mean I, I was a dancer from when I was a, a walking toddler really and um, kind of jigging away to music um, so yeah I had quite a long and successful dance career i worked with the likes of Cheryl and Wiley and oh god the list Arctic Monkeys, Kelly Rowland, uh, Prince so I worked with some really amazing people um, and my dance career took me all over the world, which is where my passion for travel really began. Um, and then I ended up in music for a little bit. Once my, I made the decision to kind of step away from dance, you know, started to get a few achy bones, <laughs> a few torn muscles and thought, hold oh, in a minute, I've got to preserve. You only get one body, you've got to preserve it. Um, and then ended up kind of doing some music stuff, signed a record deal. Again, that, more travel involved in that took me out to America. Um, and then ended up presenting which is what I'm still doing today and then I've got other things that me and my husband do as well which I'm sure you'll ask me about at some point as well.
0: And you also qualified in beauty didn't you? So you've taken your beauty expertise into some of your TV work.
1: Yeah essentially my mum gave me a bit of a uh, a pep talk about the industry of choice you know entertainment, dance, music, um, you know my passion. She gave me a few kind of words of wisdom early on and said, listen, it's a very volatile industry. You're always gonna wanna make sure you can pay your rent. Like you need a little something to fall back on. Um, And do you know what? It turned out to be really, really good advice. I qualified as a beauty expert um, and actually having that beauty qualification um, alongside my presenting experience then gave me the opportunity at QVC and I've been on QVC for like nine, 10 years now. So um, it was was a good idea from my mom. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh well done mum that was really good advice and uh yeah it's fantastic how the two sort of passions have combined and you have just done so much so obviously I know you went around the world as a dancer but let's just start at your childhood did you have many holidays growing up were they uk did you, did you go abroad what was your sort of childhood holiday memories like?
1: Oh, my gosh. So I have the worst memory, but I, I uh, the holidays are one of the things that kind of stick in mind. Um, I remember there was a kind of like caravan type holiday. Um, my mom was a single parent at the time. So it was me and my mom and one of her friends and her two kids. Um, And then I think there was like the kind of Tenerife type trip. Um, But we never went far. Like my my mom didn't have the funds to, you know, do Caribbean or America or anything like that we never got to do Disneyland I'm so excited as a parent now myself um I've got a three-year-old little boy River um and I'm excited to be able to take him to places like Disneyland and do things like that because they were things that we weren't able to do I think when I think back to my earliest mem- earliest memories of uh, holidays, it was kind of like shaped on the kind of holiday that my mum loved. And my mum is just a sun worshipper. Like she wants to go somewhere hot where she can get a nice meal. Um, pool, you have to have a pool. And you also have to be walking distance to the beach. And it was kind of just very much like playing the pool, sunbathe, you know, relax, get ready. She was, we always used to get dressed up, though. This is the one thing with my mum, like she doesn't like the fact that people are quite lazy with their appearance on holiday these days. Like she loved the whole, you know, you go back to the hotel room or the apartment, you get showered, you get dressed up, you're in your like nice clothes, you go and take a walk, you find a lovely restaurant and you kind of really make an evening of it. And that even goes down to like, you know, planning your holiday wardrobe. And I remember like like very much that you you dress up for dinner mentality, even if you were just going to somewhere like, you know, super budget. Um, So, yeah, it was just very much like rest, relaxation and food. Um, But after meeting my husband, like my entire perspective on holidays and travel completely changed. But that's definitely
0: where it started. And was it your dance career that first kind of took you to the far-flung places that you didn't get to go as a child?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, on tour with Kelly Rowland, we went to Australia. We went to Brisbane for three days. That was quick. Um, Atlanta we went to the bahamas that was the first time i'd ever even heard of the atlantis hotel when it turned out we were staying there and performing there and i just remember being like mind blown at this place and like if you think we're to go back nearly 10 years you know obviously you see like these grand hotels in dubai and all of those places now but back then the atlantis was just this like almost like a disneyland for for kids and adults it was like sharks swimming in the water whilst you're having breakfast and stingrays you know Everywhere and walking through these big aquarium tunnels, and just it was very grand and very incredible. And I'd never experienced anything like that before. Um, and we went to Casablanca in Morocco, which was, you know, my first experience of that type of culture. Um, and where else did we go? We went to so many cool places, Paris, even. My first time in Paris was on tour. Um, so I had some Switzerland went to Switzerland. But my thing was, um, I think when I came out of like the two years of traveling with Kelly, was I'd been every, not everywhere, but I'd been a lot of places in the world and I felt like I'd seen none of it because we were landing, going to a fabulous hotel, maybe having a dinner. And I always tried to do like one thing in every country that made me feel like I kind of had some sort of experience. Like in Australia, we did this show and then the next morning, I don't think our flight was till like we didn't have to leave the airport till like 4pm. We had to check out at midday. And I literally went to a koala sanctuary for like four hours. I saw the kangaroos. I took my suitcase with me. It was like if I'm I cannot leave Australia and not see a kangaroo and a <laughs> and a wallaby and like hold a koala. So I've still got this picture now of me like holding a koala in my out, my airport outfit, you know, um before going to the airport. So I felt like I'd experience the world but in a very limited small way um, and it, it then kind of like ignited this passion for like actually I need to go to all of these places again um, and I need to really see them and experience them and I need to travel more outside of just work because
0: it's very much in and out very fast you know. Yeah, of course, it's a, it's a huge privilege and perk to travel around the world with a career like that. But as you say, it's a very different experience when you're working to when you're there um, actually as a holiday make The two are completely different. Well,
1: Hayley, have, having just been to Abu Dhabi with you whilst you were working, I, could, I can honestly say you 100% know what I'm talking about because your feet did not touch the ground on that trip so you were working 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 so I totally
0: I totally know you understand what I'm saying I really do and and exactly that that's why I have to go back to Abu Dhabi as a holiday 100% you do so much which is incredible but like you said you almost like don't you're not able to take it in when I look back at uh, the photo album I did that recently of our trip and all those memories were there and they were created but it's all a bit of a blur (laughs) yeah
1: I mean I had I I messaged you the other day didn't I saying what was that hotel we went to again
0: and where was that (laughs) because I was like we did so much in five days I genuinely don't know where we went (laughs) I know but what were your thoughts on Abu Dhabi because I absolutely loved it out there
1: I have been shouting about it from the rooftops and telling anyone who will listen to go there. It's such a fabulous place. Um, I really love the Anantara in the desert. That was such an incredible experience. And th- although we were only there for 24 hours, I definitely feel like I got a taste of it. Um so I'm, you know, me and my husband were actually looking at going there for a few days this year. So uh yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I thought that I feel like it's just peaking Dubai now. You know, Dubai has so much to offer in terms of holidays, but something about Abu Dhabi just felt like it offered more. So, you know, you can go out to the desert and you can have that amazing sand dunes desert. It was just, wasn't it? It was almost like we drove three hours into the desert and it was like we'd arrived in a different country because the heat was different. The heat was a lot drier, and it was just a really nice, comfortable hot, but a really nice, comfortable heat. And the energy was different. And I, you know, on paralleled views of the sand for just miles and miles and miles with the light bouncing off it over dinner like all of those moments I was like this is incredible but then you know you go to somewhere like uh was it Yas Island where we had the yeah and then you've got kind of like Cafe Del Mar Beach Club and you've got you know um you're right near to the Emirates Stadium and you're right near to the Formula One track and you've got all of the theme parks, Ferrari World and all of those things and I was like gosh this is like again like that kind of Disneyland you know Universal Studios type experience. Didn't we go to Warner Brothers World as well? All of that like you know that was so fun and like being based there for a couple of days and then obviously we went to um, I think
0: it was Sadiat island yeah island
1: that's right yeah and that was where you got the kind of like the same experiences you would get in um Dubai in terms of like the beach and the the beach hotels and the pools and all that kind of thing and that that um almost, almost like an all-inclusive type feel um so I do feel like Abu Dhabi is one that's very much um now on my radar and before wouldn't have been um and then of course not forgetting you know the mosque and the president's palace and all of those amazing cultural experiences so I just felt like it was kind of like cultural you've got that tranquility of the desert you've got the beach and the pools and then you've also got this whole height energetic you know um entertainment space and it's all in one place so for me it would be like a, a three nights in the desert a two nights by kind of all the a two or three nights by the theme parks and then you know a couple of days for the cultural and the beach and that kind of experience I think it's like a really great holiday spot
0: it really offers so much. And I think the listeners will pick that up because every episode we can't help but talk about Abu Dhabi. But I think especially at the moment when it's so cold in the UK and it is a really great place for winter sun. Um, around a seven hour flight. So it's one of the closer destinations compared to maybe going somewhere like Mauritius and Maldives. It's a little bit further afield. It does feel like you can go there for a shorter space of time because that flight's a little bit quicker. From the UK. Yeah, where- the flight
1: was like blink and you missed it. It's such a comfy um flight, isn't it? I mean, I know we flew with Etihad and it was so comfortable and just relaxed. It felt like literally we we could have just gone to Spain. It was over so quickly.
0: It was, yeah. I really, really enjoyed that flight. And with Etihad holidays as well, they just looked after us so well, didn't they?
1: Yeah, they really did.
0: Oh, it was brilliant. Uh, but aside from Abu Dhabi, where else have you been, Shaney, that you've just fallen in love with? uh I, me and my husband decided to do our honeymoon
1: before our wedding, <laughs> which is a bizarre thing to do so essentially we knew we wanted to start a family and we knew we wanted to get married, but equally, we both had this idea of doing like a big trip to Singapore and then going on to the maldives and neither of us felt like it was a particularly baby friendly trip and neither of us felt like it was the sort of place that you could go to for less than kind of like twelve days so we weren't comfortable also with the idea of leaving a young baby for that amount of time either so we were like do you know what let's just like flip reverse the script the way that you're supposed to do things let's just do the honeymoon now we've got the money we've got the time we don't have any responsibilities that we need to you know make other arrangements for let's just do it so that was a really awesome trip um I fell in love with Singapore I think it's probably my favorite city in the world um and I've been to you know Dubai I've been to New York I've been to um obviously I'm from London um I've been to Paris Barcelona all these places I think for me Singapore as a kind of like a city a hub um was just incredible culturally it's you know you know me I love like a great aesthetic and you know lots of great it was so green and there's plants and flowers everywhere and everything's so well looked after and there's no litter and it's so clean and everything was beautiful um great heat and then you've got kind of like little India you've got Just so many amazing things going on there. And then you can also go out to, um, I've I've gone completely blank on the name of the place I'm thinking of, but it's basically got a Universal Studios. It's a bit like Abu Dhabi. It's got, you kind of get this cable car over and then you're on this little island where they have a beach and then they also have like a few theme parks, like an aquarium, Universal Studios, a couple of things like that. So you can also get that there, but some of the hotels and the restaurants and, you know, even to party, like it's a really great place to be. Um, and we had so much fun. We went for five nights, which I think was just about right. I probably could have done another night or so. And then we flew onto the Maldives and we stayed at kuramathi
0: Island. I remember the holiday because I think all of your friends were living vicariously for you and Tony, your husband, on that trip. We all said it didn't. We? It was brilliant. Yeah,
1: it was such a good trip. And the island um, that we stayed on was one of the biggest Maldivian islands because we both, you know, going back to what I said about my mum just being a sun worshiper, Tony and I, when we got together, he's very active. He doesn't really like to just lay in the sun. you, You can get a day out of him. And then he's like, let's go and explore this. He likes to go on big, long, massive walks and go and see things. And, you know, what has the country got to offer? And I was like, oh, I'm not used to doing this on holiday. We kind of just like sunbathe and read a book and get some lunch and have a cocktail. And like, there's not really much more to our holidays. And then I've kind of done the other side of it where it's like work, a work trip, you know? Um, but this whole like active holiday was not really my bag. But um, so we chose uh, Kuramathi because it was the island that was the biggest. So there was more to do on the island. They've got a um, a marine biology center on there. They do a lot of diving um, just from that, the actual resort. They had tennis courts and a football field and a spa and, you know, all of these amazing things. Um, lots of different restaurants and turtle conservation and all that kind of thing. So we felt like there was a little bit more to do. Um and I'd really recommend uh really recommend that
0: island. Oh, it just looks so beautiful from your photos, from your social media, just absolutely sunny trip. And I love how you um flipped it and you did have your honeymoon before your wedding. And I think that's the thing with travel. People don't necessarily need to follow the traditions of oh, a summer holiday or like a honeymoon or a baby moon. Like you say, sometimes it's just like be be spontaneous, think outside yeah. the box.
1: Go Absolutely.
0: Times, do something and and like Tony obviously encouraged you to have a more active holiday is that how you holiday now do you prefer to have a balance
1: yeah that's why I think he would like Abu Dhabi he's not so keen on the idea of going to Dubai um I think the you know and you still have the wealth and all of that and kind of in your face glamour in um in Abu Dhabi but I do feel like it's you see a lot more kind of like you know, um, the real experience of, you know, Emirati Emirati lifestyle and stuff there. Um, And there's, I think there's less expats and things. So um, I definitely think you would enjoy that more because there's more to do. But yeah, now we kind of go on the method of like wherever we go, we have a chill day and then an activity day and then a chill day and an activity day. Um, Our first trip together was Cancun and, and it was very much like that. Like we got there the first day, you know, we was on the beach, we went out kayaking um, and we just like very much stayed at the resort and then the next day he was like right we're going on a speedboat safari and I was like okay (laughs) you know (laughs) Um, so I was like cool we drove our own speedboat out into the middle of the ocean and we dove into a cenote and we did all these cool things so um, I'm very grateful for him because I feel like he has opened my eyes to going on holiday is not just about resting and getting a good tan going on holiday is actually also about exploring the world discovering other cultures and cuisines and learning something and coming away feeling like you are enriched by your travel experience and and also just making awesome memories and I think when you rinse and repeat the same holiday I I tell this to my mum and dad all the time who have a habit of you know they've got a little spot they like to go to in Lanzarote so they just go there all the time because they know they've got a restaurant they like and a bar that they like and you know, I'm always like, gosh. Um, so recently, it leads me on to one of my next recommendations is uh, Senegal. So, uh, or Senegal, as they say. <laughs> um My friend Anushka and her now husband, Sasha, moved there because he's Senegalese. And uh, they got married in November and we flew out for their wedding. And I called my parents and I said, listen, we're going to West Africa. We're going to Senegal. We've hired a villa. It's got five bedrooms. There's three of us. It's got a pool. It's on the beach. That that was my mum. Sorry, pool and beach. Yeah, out am there. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, it's a really beautiful villa Um, in a great area. And it's going to be a complete culture shock. But I think you should just come and have this experience. And I, was, I nearly fell off my chair that they both separately were up for it. Um, and then so they they ended up coming with us and it was a big culture shock for them. But equally, my dad, who very much doesn't want it, you know, for him, if there's not a a bar where he can get a couple of euros, pint, <laughs> you know, and he can watch the football on the TV, and my mum, if you know, there's not the food that she's used to having, you know, the pair of them, when it comes to him and you know, a nice pub and her and the food that she likes, they can be quite difficult. And I had to kind of sit them down very early on in the trip and go, this is not your average holiday where we are embracing culture we're doing what they do we're having the food that they have like we're here be present stop looking for the trip that you have when you go to Lanzarote you're not finding that here you know be where we are be present gain something from this experience and both of them struggled with it a little bit but then towards the end of the week they were like actually like what an amazing experience and you know those things that they enjoy more in their you know their creature comforts but they definitely said they're so glad that they did it. It's given them the bravery to want to go and see more places. And by the end of the week, my dad was like, oh, do you lot fancy Thailand? And oh, I've always wanted to go to Canada. And I was like, see, it's like enriching them. It's giving them the confidence to think about other trips and other experiences. So, um, But I very much recommend
0: Senegal. I've never felt so safe. And it was
1: just such a beautiful experience.
0: I love how you've encouraged your parents to... I think that is the key word you said there. It is you've encouraged them to try something new, but now they've got this newfound confidence and want to explore, which is just fantastic. And I, I think that's the story I hear a lot: is when people get pushed out of their comfort zone that one time, they kind of then change forever, and they don't want to necessarily just go back. I mean, I appreciate there is something lovely and comforting about going to somewhere that's familiar and somewhere overseas that still feels like home where you maybe you know the local people the local restaurants I understand that but I think every now and again to to embrace um somewhere else and trying something new is um fantastic I I am um, sorry to
1: cut you there Hayley I was just going to say that 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 there is Mykonos for me um because me and my mum have been going to Mykonos probably about I want to say 17 years um and yeah, before when they only used to do one flight a week, um, and when you could go to Mykonos and your flight would be 130 quid, and your accommodation would be 200 pounds for the week, and you'd probably take 200 pounds spending money and leave with change. That's when I started going to Mykonos, and it's actually crazy now that it's like, you know, you know, thousands of pounds a week holiday now. Um, but luckily, I still stay at the very same family owned boutique hotel that I've been staying at all of that time, and they still give me a pretty good rate. It's definitely not two hundred pounds a week, <laughs> but I still get a pretty good rate um and it definitely feels like home away from home i mean we we went we took river there when he was a very young baby, and they just were above and beyond they even picked them up picked us up at the airport themselves, you know um so yeah, it's a really nice spot that's my that's my kind of like if, I, if if, if, if this year I was, Tony was traveling lots and I was like, oh, I just want to get a little go and a little break with me and River, that would be where I would go because I feel comfortable there, even just me and my little one on my own.
0: I was going to ask, how has traveling changed since you've become a mum? Oh, wow. That's a big change. <laughs> no, they don't tell you about that, do they?
1: Bloody hell. Am um, I allowed to say that? <laughs> um, so... All the mums out and mums and dads out there will know exactly why I just took that moment of oh gosh, it's um put it this way. I mean, we make things particularly difficult for ourselves because our little boy is plant based. So, for example, in Senegal, there is no such thing as a vegetarian or a vegan. So we had to book an extra large suitcase just filled with food and snacks. And everything that we, we, I mean, we took like eight cartons of coconut milk with us because they didn't sell it in the supermarket. Like we took everything. Um, funny story though, we arrived, our bags didn't. Imagine that conundrum for 24 hours without your luggage when you've got a vegan baby and all the food's in the suitcase. We were like scratching for an avocado to eat. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I uh, I definitely feel like the first, the first year Maybe even a year and a half is pretty easy because the climate change, if you're going somewhere hot, it tires them out. You know, a bit of swimming in the pool. River, when we went to Mykonos the first year with him, that was the first holiday we did with him. He slept for two and a half, three hours every lunchtime. So we were like, this is easy. Did the morning in the pool. We made sure we had a room where, um, like literally on the pool edge. So we would put our sun lunches on the terrace, go in the pool, read a book. River would just be asleep in the cot behind us three hours every day and then he was out again at like seven o'clock in the evening because he was so tired from all the sun so that was dreamy now going away this time to Senegal with a three-year-old it's like mummy mummy come play with me come jump in the pool watch me mummy watch me I mean I don't think I can it's the first year I've ever come back from a hot country without a tan and even my best friend said to me was it not hot in Senegal? And I was like, yeah, it would. But it was, but River did not let us sit down for five minutes. It was constant. So um, you'd, it's definitely less relaxing.
0: Yeah, but lovely to have those memories as a family, though, and lovely for your son to start experiencing the world. And like you said, maybe having some of those trips and adventures that weren't, available to you when you were growing up. I was exactly the same. I didn't didn't go abroad until I was a teenager either. And um, but how nice that he's he's gonna experience all of that. I know he won't remember necessarily now, but there's all the photos and the memories and the stories that you'll have to share with him when he's a little bit older yeah I mean we got back um in obviously in
1: November and he's still talking about it now and saying oh. um, when can he go to Senegal and see his friend Shaka so that's quite oh. cute and talking about how he started ju- jumping in the pool and stuff so he learned to swim there as well which was nice
0: oh that is so lovely and uh, before you leave us Shaney where where are you traveling to in 2024 what have you got on your hit list this year Um, so this year we, I'm
1: doing a girl's trip to uh, Dubai for my 40th birthday. Um, so we're just doing five nights and apparently West Palm Beach is the new spot to stay. So we're going to stay there. Um, and we are going back to Senegal. Uh, that's how much we enjoyed it. This time we're taking my brother and his partner and we're taking Tony's mum. Um, and we're going to stay in a slightly different villa further along the beach. So we're doing that hopefully uh, in December. And I've got, I'm I'm currently exploring a few nights in Florence and then going down to kind of Tuscan wine country for a couple of nights as well with Tony. And that will be a baby free break. Um, and I'm also looking at maybe a, a cheeky week in Mykonos, but uh, I'm not sure. And we've also looked at the Anantara so I'm still trying to figure it out. Like those kind of that kind of like between now and that Dubai trip in October is wide open as to what we're going to do. Um, but I also love a little UK staycation like the Cotswolds is one of my favorite places in the world to go. Um, we usually go twice a year. This is the first year we haven't actually spoken about a trip there, to be honest. Um, and I like doing kind of uh, trips with my friends that have got toddlers. Uh, we did something recently called Kabo by the Sea. Um, which was these kind of little cabins um, down near kind of Dover, Folkestone type way in Kent. Um, And it was, you know, easy to get to an hour and a half. It was my two friends and their little girl, another two sets of friends and their little boy, and then us and our little boy. And we all just hired a cabin and we spent four nights there midweek. And it was just really nice and chilled. It was cold, but we still had a good time. Um, so I like those kind of like little staycations with friends that are just kind of like little mini breaks but not too much faff with the travel.
0: I think they just help to break up the year, don't they? And just give you those little pockets of um travel time to look forward to that are really easy to fit in around your life because sometimes you haven't got that week or two weeks that you need for a big holiday but a little staycation I think for me as well it always just keeps me going until the next sunny, sunny holiday. <laughs> Definitely 100% I completely agree. Oh Shaney, well I know you're a busy lady and I need to let you go but thank you so much for joining us on the podcast Um, you've really inspired me Singapore's been somewhere that I've really wanted to visit for years and hearing totally your go description of it has really um ignited like my desire to go there and I'm sure it will have for the listeners um but where can people keep in touch with you because I know you're very active on socials if people want to follow what you're up to and of course you've got your business with your husband so where can people find you
1: yeah so my social media is at shaney underscore ryan that's on instagram twitter tiktok all the usual spots Um, And then when you go into my bio, you'll also see the links to me and my husband's property companies where we do like interior design and renovations. And if you love a bit of interiors inspo, you can
0: take a look on there um and then also my website shaneyryan.co.uk amazing oh thank you so much shaney well i will be following you closely this year to see where you're up to and to get all those travel tips thank you so much for joining me no worries my lovely thank you for chatting to me hayley i've loved it thank you so much for listening to the latest episode of the travel podcast remember if you would like any more information on any of the destinations um shaney's given us so many great hotspots and examples for you can find your local travel consultant by just typing in your postcode on the Not Just Travel website. Thank you for listening. I will see you next week on the Travel Podcast.